so for me, when I came across you on, on Facebook, I believe, it was right after the second Jericho Cruise, and yeah. I just see a fan on the Jericho Cruiser's Facebook page sitting on MJF's lap for their photo, and that was where I was like, oh, this girl seems cool. And so, and then we've been friends since then. <laughs> but I was absolutely, that moment, I was so scared. <laughs> I because I watched him. I was suddenly like, first of all, I loved him and I wanted to meet him, but I didn't want to meet him because I was too scared because I thought if he tells me to F off or whatever, I'm going to cry. Yeah, okay. So, because he does that with everyone. So I was like, oh, I can't do it. And then our Rick was like, just get in the line and meet him. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm still in the line and I'm watching him give the middle finger to everybody and insult them and call them horrific names. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, this is a massive mistake. And then I get to the front and he goes, you sit there. I'm like, okay. Oh, so he told you to sit on his lap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Marcel's like, you're not going to insult my wife. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Welcome to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. My name is Johnny Cadillac, your host again this week. And joining me today, I, I'm a little biased, I guess, but I have, I have so much excitement for today's episode. Joining me today is Amy Markeski. I said that correct? You did. All right. You did a great job. Amy Markeski, is a, she's a friend of mine through the Jericho Cruise, ultimately. And then I met you down in Jacksonville a couple yeah, of years ago for all out pay-per-view. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but... Most recently, and the reason I wanted to bring you on this podcast so bad in particular is you had a, what seems like an awesome experience being the State Farm AEW super fan. So uh, let's just get right to it. But first, Amy, how are you doing today? I am good. It's finally my weekend. I've had a busy week. Um, went to full gear last weekend and then came straight back and straight into work all week, so I'm exhausted. Oh, I, it's time of the weekend, so I can't complain. I bet. Now, aside from, like, those pay-per-views that AEW didn't have any fans at, has there been any AEW pay-per-views you actually haven't been to yet? Um, I think there has been a couple here and there. Like, the last year, I've been to pretty much all of them, but I think there's been a couple that I'd, like, missed out on in the very beginning. Oh, okay. That's fair. I just remember, like, I think it, it was pretty sporadic when uh, Walter Zelaya and I went to All Out in 2020. And yeah. uh, I think he was always... No, because you had to get a, like a section of tickets, so we had to get four tickets. And yeah. it was a matter of finding somebody to go. And we asked you if you and your husband, Marcel, wanted to go. And you said, oh, we're not going to be able to make it to this one. And <laughs> lo and behold, yeah. you made it anyway. We were like last minute, and then, yeah, we ended up going. So, I mean, it's not it's not far to well, it's like three and a half hours. So like it's what just over six ish, seven ish hours round trip, and we always come back the same night because of the dogs and everything. But um, it's one of them things where like we're like, do we really want to drive all that way? <laughs> but 
I always want to drive all that way. Yeah, see, there Marshall's you go. not as big a fan as I am. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And I'm just calling sitting... him out there. <laughs> Shout out to Marcel, Marcel Markeski. I just, I still worried. And I, we talked before the podcast, and I'm just so worried about butchering your last name. I'm doing my you best decide. not to. You know how many people say Marchese, Marshallelli, Mar- whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like just roll with the f- flow and uh whatever said yeah. it's like well you're not completely wrong i guess <laughs> no, but no give it a go yeah i'm just smiling though because like you're oh it's three and a half hour drive to get to uh jacksonville daily's place and i was sitting there thinking i uh, was probably in a plane for just about that amount of time maybe even a little longer and of course i had a layover so but yeah it was uh, it's still the only aew pay-per-view i've been to so far but it was oh it was such a fun experience oh, wow yeah. yeah, it was, you know what, there were special times down in dailies during the pandemic as well. So, like, you'll never get that kind of atmosphere from a pay-per-view again. It'll always be, like, a different, like, a, well, normal atmosphere. But um, they they were special, weird, special times. Yeah, so. absolutely. And, I mean, it, it was nice because I, I believe, yeah, that was the final pay-per-view that Brody Lee got to wrestle at. I believe that was his final pay-per-view before his passing. So, so yeah. one those little things that you don't realize when you're there, and then you look back on, and you're like, oh, man, thank goodness I made it there. And uh, I, I'm, I, I could be wrong, but I'm willing to bet that that will probably be the only time we'll see a Mimosa Mayhem match. So, I mean, we were there was for that. Was that not amazing? Oh, that was so much fun. You know me and how I love my bubbly and mimosas, so... That was like the best match ever. <laughs> no, and then of course, so I I know I, I can't remember if I mentioned this, but you and I were we're friends through the Jericho Cruise and the Jericho mm-hmm. Cruise community is how we met. And uh, that time in Jacksonville was our first official time, really, where we knew who we were, where yeah. each other were, I should say, and yeah. where we met in person and had that that reunion and yay Jericho Cruise. But I remember. Unfortunately, you and Marcel were not able to attend Triple Whammy last year, uh, which really bummed me out. But, you know, I have February is just about here. We're just a little over two months away. and I know. I'm so excited. Oh, it was so horrible when we couldn't go on the last one. Like, that was just, especially because it was like the light at the end of the tunnel through the pandemic. It really was. We're just like, we just got to get there. We just got to get to the Jericho cruise. And then, like, the reason we couldn't go was because. They only opened, so my brother was coming and my mum and dad come to watch our dogs, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, we have a big dog who has fear, aggression and seizures, so we don't put him in the kennels. And honestly, the price to put him in the kennels, if we did, would be the same as it is to fly my mum and dad out. And then it's like three birds, one stone. They get a holiday. I get to see them and I know the dogs are good. So they come out and they watch the dogs while we go on the cruise. And then my brother comes with us. They literally were saying they were opening the borders for a month, and then they finally opened the borders a week after the cruise. Oh, no. So I was, it was gutting. Like, there was no way I was going to go without my brother because we'd all been looking forward to it for so long. So I was like, no, we're just not doing it. Yeah, and I, I think Rick is another one of those guys. I know I'm Facebook friends with him, too. I don't think I've yeah. met him in person. So is he uh, is he attending Four Leaf Clover with you as well, then? Yeah. Good. Well, I mean, yeah. you did just say there's no way you would attend without him, so... No. It's become our thing. Like, that was just... We had the best time the last time, so... Yeah, well, I am 
for multiple reasons, as as anyone would. I am so excited for Four Leaf Clover, and it'll, it'll be. It's been too long, you know, from the one time that we know we've seen each other in person. But I like, know. it's been over two years now. Like I know <laughs> that's insane. So uh, anyway, the reason I brought up Triple Whammy more specifically is there was one day on that cruise I wore my. I went and bought the exclusive Mimosa Mayhem T-shirt. Um, going into that paper, that all-out pay-per-view, and I, the one person who cared that said anything about my shirt was Ted Irvin, and uh, <laughs> he he goes, I think I remember that match. And I said, Yeah, I, I do. I was I was there for it. And he goes, The wrong person won. <laughs> oh my god. So was, he is the best. I absolutely love him. I'm so happy he's going to be on the cruise. Oh, absolutely. You know, the thing is going out of the first two cruises, everyone seemed to have a Ted Irvin story other than me. And it really bothered me because like, I saw him all the time. And I don't know, maybe it's just the fact that I don't watch a lot of hockey or something. But um, but no, it was just since then, I, I, I listened to Conan's podcast quite a bit, Keeping It 100. And Ted Irvin is a active guest on that show. So I had a little more to talk to him about at Triple Whammy. And it seemed like I just yeah. ran into him more in general. So the fact that and he's very, very approachable. And if you don't approach him, he's chances are so he'll approach lovely. you too, whether he knows yeah. you or not. So uh, shout out to Ted Irvin, who probably there's no way he's listening to this episode or watching this episode. <laughs> you never know. But you never know. Ted Irvin, if you're out there, which I know you're out there, but if you're watching or listening, we appreciate you and we are excited to see you again on Four Leaf yeah. Clover this February. Yes, but, we are. <laughs> so uh, I guess I want to talk about first because you've, like me and like many other people, you've been a fan of AEW since day one. Um, yep. And then have you been involved with AEW Heels the entire time as well? Yep. Okay. Since so, when they started, I was one of the original members. Okay, so if you don't mind, uh, I want to go ahead and give the spotlight to you. If you just want to shed some light on AEW Heels for any women who might be watching or listening to this episode who are thinking about joining, if you just want to give them a shout-out and some praises, here's your time. I will talk about AEW Heels till I am blue in the face because I absolutely love this group. Um, it was originally brought up by Brandy Rhodes. She wanted to start this um, female forward wrestling group, you know, specifically for women, because when you think of wrestling, everybody always thinks of men and, oh, male fans, but there's not, there's a lot of women who love wrestling. Um, and sadly, we don't really get looked at as like, you know, serious. They're like, oh, they probably like them for the good looking guys or whatever. No, we love the sport. We love everything about it. Um, the thing is like a lot of men will go to shows on their own and not care. But obviously women won't do that because it's a little bit more, you know, you don't feel that safe. You don't feel that great or whatever. Um, so heels was kind of brought around to make people feel like safe. It was a safe space for women um, who are fans of the sport. And, Initially, when it started, it was like not there wasn't very many of us, and it just was so cool because we started doing these zooms through the pandemic, and you know you you're on the on Zoom with like what about a hundred other women, and um, there'd be Brandy and Lever and Aubrey on the call, and we'd all just start chatting like as if 
you know, not like they were talent, just like we're all a bunch of friends. And then the more calls we did and the more, you know, you kind of recognize people from the calls and everything, it just became more of like a friend forward um, group, which was lovely. And so I always say to everybody, I'm like, oh, you're part of Heels and they're not. I'm like, you need to join because, <laughs> you know what, there's a lot of um, stuff online about it being $50 a year. Who cares? Yeah, it is initially like a fan club, whatever, but $50 is nothing for the Zoom calls we get, for the parties that we get, you know, at the pay-per-views they do, like we get together, the talent are there, we all get a chance to kind of chat about how we've been, what we've been doing. Like, it, it's just so nice. It's such a nice um, group to be a part of. And it's changed a little bit since Brandy left. Um, it, it's Brandy did an amazing thing, but what Aubrey and Lever have done and how they've taken over, it's become a lot more, I didn't even think it could get more meaningful, but it has. And um, they really, really genuinely take into consideration how people feel like you know they we do things like um mental health zoom calls um you know what whatever the month is that, that the topic will be something different like it is it's just a really great place and Zori Lever, Vicky and then Amanda Huber and they have done amazing things with it and I just I cannot say enough good things about heels for me in particular um with being away from home you know, i'm from england if anyone didn't know that <laughs> actually my friend said if you're going on this uh, podcast they might need to subtitle you so feel free to subtitle me if you need to <laughs> um but being from england like i am away from some of my very best friends in the world and i've met a lot of friends up here and i have a lot of very close friends but like Florida is so weird. Everything is so spread out that even somebody who technically lives down the road is an hour away from you. It's just the weirdest thing. So Heels to me brought a lot of um, women into my life that would never have been there had it not been for Heels. And it's even like now I will go to pay-per-view. That's why I've been to so many pay-per-views this okay. year because as I said, Marcel loves AEW, but not as much as me. He wouldn't want to like <laughs> spend his days off going all over the country to see it. I do. <laughs> so now the fact that I've made friends through Heels, I get to go with some of the girls who are now my best friends, especially HCC. Um, shout out to them. We've made our little group within Heels. Okay. Um, Heels Combat Club. Don't even, Marcel named us that. I don't know why, oh. but anyway, there's like, there's like eight of us. And now we have this little WhatsApp group and we do call ourselves HCC. So they're the best, but that would never have happened if it wasn't Peels. So honestly, like I cannot say enough good things about it. And if you are thinking of joining Heels or have been thinking in the past, oh, you know, join it, do it because it is the best. It is the best. That, oh my god, that does sound absolutely incredible. Uh, one question I've always kind of wondered um, is, so I, I see, uh, obviously, being in Nebraska, I don't get a chance to go out to AEW shows nearly as much. Sad. Mm -hmm. But, you know, life can go on, I suppose. But I, I, I do, I keep up with social media, and they're very active about, especially, um, well, I guess any Dynamite, they, they do, like, certain 
meet and greets before the show with select wrestlers. And there's always that one women's wrestler and it says yeah. free to heels members. Yeah. Does that mean is she only available there for you, you women in heels or like other people can no. visit her, but they'd have to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So she's there for everybody. But if you're a heels member, you just go up and like you show your uh, membership and you get in for free to meet that one woman, whoever it is, Tony Storm, Brett Baker, whoever. So, yeah. Okay, that that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean... So there is a lot of perks. Like, you know, $50, I know to some people it is a lot of money, to others it's not so much, whatever. But at the end of the day, for what you get for it, like the hour-long Zoom calls every month and then the meet and greets and, you know, the parties before the pay-per-views, it just, to me, it's more than worth it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it sounds like a great deal. Now, are you to the point now where when you go and you see, like, different AEW talent at shows or whatever else, do, do you have any of them recognizing you at this point, like through heels or anything else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, not to toot your own horn, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I actually, when I go to the heels meetups, I don't even need to show my, <laughs> I mean, I just remember at the, the all out pay-per-view in Jacksonville, I remember the, the two like recognizable faces I saw like from TV and whatever else I saw Noelle Foley and yeah. Izzy, the, the big, well, she started yeah. as an NXT fan. And here's Amy talking to both of them, like, just like they're friends. They are two of the nicest people I have ever met in my life. Like, I met Noelle through uh, Val, um, and her and Frank are just so nice. Um, and then Izzy, her family are absolutely wonderful. Her mom, Jenny, is just, oh, I love her. Yeah, they, they, are, they are wonderful, wonderful people. <laughs> that's so great and i mean oh man kudos to izzy like you know i see and my my facebook producer here ryan johnson follows her on twitter quite a bit and just sees yeah. like her wrestling journey and at such a young age and all the work she's putting in already like her future she's is so bright amazing. yeah you've worked hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. So, okay, so let's talk about the State Farm AEW fan, super fan experience. Like, so for me... It was a matter of, I see ads on, on social media every so often, and right. I'm, I'm sure I've heard about this AEW State Farm, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know any of these people, so a lot of times I keep scrolling, but then it was one day in particular, it seems like the, the Facebook community and the Jericho Cruise community kind of broke, the internet kind of broke, because uh, there's a familiar face that's being seen as a, this AEW super fan, and it's Amy Markeski, and... Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess I want to start from the get-go. Like, how was this something you had to apply for? Or how, like, take us back to kind of what got you into this in the first place. Okay. So, um, initially, way back during the pandemic, again, to bring heels into it. Okay. Part of, um, like, part of one of the, they do, like, competitions and things every so often and all of that. 
one of them was Brandy announced it was going to be this like super fan thing and it was exclusively only available to heels. Okay. So she was like, we want you to do a video, you know, we want you to say why you're an AEW fan and then like we'll we'll pick somebody and then it'll be a really cool experience. So that one, because it was pandemic, that was all Zoom-based, um, but it was still a fantastic, like she got to, she had a, a costume made for her and they did like an entrance thing. Like, it was really cool what they did. It was the very first one. I did apply for that because I had nothing else to do. I was laid off from my job. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I may as well enter this. So <laughs> I did. I did a little video. Obviously never won it. And that was it. Like I didn't even think about it again. I didn't see it advertised. Um, I didn't apply for it again. And then one day last December, I was at, you know, like the junk box you have in your um, Instagram messages oh yeah I had a random message in there saying hey I'm from Warner Media I saw your profile blah 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 and I'm like um catfish much nope <laughs> so like I ignored it and then I got another message from the same person I was like and it had a link in it and it said I've sent an email to you with the link so I'm like okay so I looked for the email when I went on the email it was like we came across your profile. We see you're a massive AEW fan. Um, we would love you to apply for this super fan thing. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know they were still doing that. Okay. So I looked at I didn't even realize, and they'd done like three other videos or whatever. So I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. So I applied for it, and then I messaged her back, and I said, oh, I've applied for it. And she's like, great. I want to do a Zoom call. I'm like, okay. So we did a Zoom call. Um we talked all about AEW, why I love them, like who my favorite wrestler is, like um, what, um, if I could do anything with any wrestler, like on Friday, like what would I do, that kind of stuff. I said I'd drink a little bit of the bubbly with Jericho. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I'd teach him how to arm chug. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like it was like this full on Zoom. She was like, you know what, we absolutely love you. We think you're perfect. We just got to like do some more, like got to go to my um, managers, my producers, whatever, all of that. So we ended up doing a couple of Zoom calls. In the meantime, I didn't know that they had contacted Marcel. Oh. Um, and they were, they'd done the same with him. They'd asked him all about who my favorite was, what got me into AEW, all of that. So that was December. This went on till like... Feb, I think I was told in February that I got it, and was this, Revolution was coming up in Orlando. Was this December twenty twenty one, or was it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So twenty twenty one, and then and February then of twenty twenty two this year. February. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Revolution was in the March, and they were like, "It's going to be here at this date. You can't say anything to anybody." Like, I didn't know what it was. I just was told that I would be filming that day. I had to go through all kinds of, like, background checks and all different TV-related stuff, um, COVID tests and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I didn't know what was going to happen. I was just told, oh, be here at this time. You know, there'll be a backstage tour, and then there might be a few surprises. I'm like, okay. Um, and then that was... Revolution, that was actually the rampage before Revolution, so that was on the Friday. Um, 
and yeah it was I, I couldn't say a word to anyone it was literally the hardest secret <laughs> to keep because I just wanted to tell everyone yeah no especially kidding. after it happened I was like I just want to tell everyone <laughs> but yeah so that's how it happened so I was actually a, what I thought was a catfish was not it was a legit thing for the best day ever so wh- where was where was revolution that year it was down in Orlando okay. it was at the UPF so I was um, still in Florida campus Gotcha. So you didn't you didn't ultimately have to. Oh, and you're in the Orlando area anyway, so you really didn't have to travel yeah. far. It's about an hour away. Okay, good deal. Yeah. So, and then for those who have not seen your AEW Super Fan Experience, number one, highly recommend going and seeing it. It will still uh, maybe have some questions answered. And, you know, I'm going to try to ask as many as I can on this podcast too. But it's <laughs> such a fun episode. Uh, vignette I, I watched it again today getting ready for for uh this interview and there was things that i either didn't catch before or didn't see before or just had forgotten and i said man such an incredible experience so you just you just show up and you're you're not knowing what to expect then right i did not have a clue what was going on um I had an inkling it could be something to do with the makeup department because that's what she really um was asking about like during the zoom calls she was saying that what attracted them to my instagram was all the different because what i do is i will find like the the aw glam squad are amazing and they post pictures of all the female talent and whenever they do the makeup they post the pictures of them so what i was doing through the pandemic because again didn't have a job (laughs) um was I love makeup so I was like all right I may as well recreate some of these and like pass the time so I would take the photograph I would recreate the look and then I would put like a side by side on my Instagram yeah um and tag the wrestlers and that and they were like oh my god it's so cool and I'm like okay they did a good job woo <laughs> um so that's what she kind of went on about so I had an inkling it might be something to do with makeup but like I didn't know for sure I didn't know who would because Obviously, I told her, like, she asked me my favorite female talent, my favorite male talent. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I don't mean to interrupt you there, but you said that from the get-go. You said they asked you who your favorite wrestler was, and I I know you said your goals if you were to, you know, hang out with Jericho and get him to arm chug or teach him how to arm chug, but what was your answer for, like, your favorite wrestlers? My favorite wrestler is chicken no i'm joking that's an inside <laughs> joke for the hcc because they told me to get that in here oh, so okay there you go you got um, your plug <laughs> um my favorite wrestler is kenny everybody knows it's kenny omega my dog is called kenny that's true omega <laughs> after him um yeah my absolute hands down favorite is kenny i absolutely love him love him um but my and i, I told them honestly i love everybody there in different ways for yeah. different reasons like i love mjf everybody hates him but i absolutely love him i think he's fantastic i think he more than deserves that belt he just got um i want to i want to stop you there i don't I, I hate to interrupt you but it was so for me when i came across you on on facebook i believe it was right after the second jericho cruise and yeah. i just see a fan on the jericho cruisers facebook page sitting on mjf's lap for their photo and that was where I was like, oh, this girl seems cool. And so, and then we've been friends since then. <laughs> but I was absolutely, that moment, I was so scared. <laughs> I mean, because I watched him, 
I was suddenly like, first of all, I loved him and I wanted to meet him, but I didn't want to meet him because I was too scared because I thought if he tells me to F off or whatever, I'm going to cry. Yeah, okay. So, because he does that with everyone. So I was like, oh, I can't do it. And then our Rick was like, just get in the line and meet him. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm stood in the line and I'm watching him give the middle finger to everybody and insult them and call them horrific names. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, this is a massive mistake. And then I get to the front and he goes, you sit there. I'm like, okay. Oh, so he told you to sit on his lap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Marcel's like, you're not going to insult my wife. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, he threw. I bought a brand new hat for that cruise because on the first Jericho cruise, I wore a Green Bay Packers hat. They're my favorite pro yeah. football team. And everybody asked me if I was from Wisconsin because I was wearing a Packers hat. And I said, no, I just like the Packers. And so for whatever reason, because I don't wear a hat all the time naturally, yeah. but when I, when I go on the Jericho cruise, for whatever reason, I feel like I have to wear a hat at all times. And so for this particular crew for this cruise i went and bought a nebraska cornhuskers hat so that way there wasn't any confusion on where i was from and so i bought it just a week before the cruise and he threw my hat across the room i was thinking i wasn't gonna be able to get it back and then luckily where it landed i had a friend right by there who somehow saw the whole thing and she turned to the security guy there shout out to priscilla moreno and uh she said, hey, that that's my friend's hat. Can I pick it up for him? And so they like... You know what? I think I saw that. Oh. I think I was like in the... I think I was in line to meet the elite. Okay. <laughs> um, And I... Because I remember that. I remember him like throwing everybody. He's like, whoa. I'm yeah. Like, no, he... Because he told me I needed to like throw it aside. And it wasn't far enough. And so he... Like I just... I set it to the ground. And he goes, no. And he says, you either throw it or I'm going to. And I, I said throw this hat so i just like kicked it a little further but at least being reached for after the photo was taken and he said he no so, <laughs> so then he he goes he goes let me and he takes my hat and i watch him chuck it across the room and immediately i'm that's a, i'm not gonna complain to him that's a brand new hat but i'm like i mean there's a lot of people in that room i thought for sure i wouldn't get it back <laughs> he is so mean but you know what his mom and dad lovely <laughs> I've met them a few times at events, and they're so nice. Oh, and they, they've had memorable signs too at those events, but they, yeah, they're funny. <laughs> but um, okay, so going back to your your super fan experience, <laughs> MJF talk. I haven't had the chance to really talk about MJF on this podcast yet. At least my experience <laughs> meeting meeting him, and it's a story that obviously I need to share whenever I can. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. <laughs> It's always fun to talk about MJF. Yeah. Oh, every anybody who's met MJF, they all have some sort of story. So oh, you, yeah. you were just fortunate <laughs> enough that you got to sit on his lap. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, I had a nice story. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I mean, not too many others will have a similar story. I feel, but maybe a couple. But yeah. You know. <laughs> um. Anyway. Okay. So obviously, Kenny Omega, big fan. Mm-hmm. Um. What. Who are some of the? Did you mention Thunder Rosa or who are some of the women? I did. Okay. Yeah, because I've actually followed um, Thunder Rosa since she was in uh, Lucha Underground. Oh, okay. We used to watch that religiously. We loved it. Um, I, I mean, I like I, I did say something. I love everybody in different ways. Like you know, I absolutely yeah. adore Aubrey. I think she's an amazing part of AEW. Just because she's not a wrestler, I don't mean she's any, you know, less special. She's fantastic. Um, but yeah, Thunder Rosa would be one of um, 
I do I do love Britt Baker as well. I know they're rivals, but um <laughs> yeah, I love Britt. Um and Kenny, yeah, so Kenny, I mean, I love Jericho. I wouldn't say ne- I wouldn't necessarily say Jericho is one of my favorites. Like, you know, okay. I'd be like, oh, I just love Jericho. I just love who he is. I just think he's fantastic. Um, especially with the cruises and everything. So I just thought when they asked me, because I was kind of put on the spot with the question, what would you do? I'm like, uh, what do I like doing? I like drinking bubbly. Maybe I drink it with them. I mean, that's where <laughs> I got my Instagram name, a little bit of the Amy from a little bit of the bubbly. I'm surprised so, I haven't I brought like, that name up yet because that's always been like my favorite <laughs> social media tag is a little bit of the Amy. <laughs> a little bit of Amy. So. Yeah, but that's right. So that's why I said that. Um, but yeah. Favorites would be Kenny and Thunder. Okay, absolutely. So, I mean, we're, you. I'm assuming it was a genuine surprise to see Thunder Rosa like waiting for you when you got there, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. It's so funny. <laughs> Somebody wrote on the video, they're like, oh, you can tell she's acting, and that's like not a genuine surprise. I'm like, mate, I hit the floor. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was so early in the morning. It was. Well, it's not that early. It was nine o'clock, but that was early for me. Okay, um, But I had been up since like six o'clock. And obviously I was like nervous because I was yeah. like, oh my God, what do I expect from today and everything? And I literally, Marcel had specific instructions of where to drop me off at like a crossroad. And I was met by the producers and they're like, okay. And I jump out the car. They mic me up and I'm like, whoa, off the bat. And we stood outside in the Florida store, I'm like dying. <laughs> and they go just straight away. They're like, do you have your phone? Can I see like the pictures of the makeup you've done? So I'm like, yeah. And I'm like showing them and I'm thinking, this is like so weird. And then um, they go, all right, we're all ready. So you're going to walk around the building. And this is for like the first shot. We want you to kind of look up at the building and be like, oh, cool, Amia, you know, that kind of thing. So... I'm like, okay. I'm thinking, all right, so I need to kind of act natural looking up. And so I'm thinking of all of that. So as I look up, I hear this voice. I, I, well, first of all, I walk around the corner and I saw the producer, like, and she was like looking at me. She's like, you know, walk. So I'm walking towards him. And as I look, I see like 20 other people with cameras and like booms. And I'm like, what the And I'm like, I need to keep calm. <laughs> so I'm walking and I look up at the arena and I just hear this person like talking and as I look around, it's Thunder Rosa like right in my face. And so it was a genuine reaction and a genuine surprise. And yeah, I nearly hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming you were probably expecting to meet some talent, but I'm, at this moment, probably not. That's my, my Not off here. the bat. Yeah. I, I thought at some point, yeah, there would be somebody, but didn't know who and was not expecting literally 10 minutes after I got out the car. <laughs> so remind me, was this on a, like a Friday? Was this a, before a rampage or this yes. whole thing took place? Yeah, it was the Friday before rampage. So rampage was like at seven o'clock that night. And, um, I had to be there at nine and then they were keeping me there all day. And then they actually got me a hotel nearby for like the downtime in between the show and filming and everything oh, okay. because Marcel had to like he came back and then he came back because he was going to the show with me so sure. he came back at like seven o'clock so rather than him come and get me and go all the way back with Orlando traffic and everything they put me up in a hotel for an hour so that was nice what well, did you had you bought tickets for that rampage already like <laughs> okay I'm assuming they weren't quite as good seats as where you ended up sitting um, but I had ramp tickets okay 
So they were good seats, but they weren't as good as what they gave me, obviously. <laughs> and I ended up, my friends um, had bought like nosebleed tickets and I ended up just giving them to them. Oh, okay. So your tickets didn't go to waste by any means, no. but that's good. No. So, okay. So you meet Thunder Rosa and then is it about, number one, I'm assuming you've met Thunder Rosa before then, have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't a, a first time meeting, but still um... something unexpected and... It wasn't, I don't, like, I didn't expect her to remember me because it was, like, a passing, it was in one of the Heels events, and it was just, like, a quick, you know, we were chatting because I think Val has done, Val Capone has done a few shows for her and that, and so I was with Val at the Heels party, and we were chatting. So I was just in the company, and we took a picture and that, and I was like, you're one of my faves. Yeah, you know, but it wasn't like, I didn't, it's not like Aubrey Lever, all of them who know my face. (laughs) No, I'm just thinking back to we we had Cheeseburger on the first audio version of this podcast, and you know he's he's a good friend of mine now, and I was just like, so I met you on the first Jericho cruise, but I didn't do anything that would have made me stick out to you as somebody you'd remember. I was just right? one of the many fans, and <laughs> just crazy how I didn't things. Fall on my face. he didn't throw my hat across the room nothing nothing too memorable with that said he was no mjf yeah with that said i I guarantee mjf wouldn't remember me either but that's beside Mm -hmm. the point too i was like yeah i you threw my hat across the room and he'd be like come on kid i've thrown a lot of hats across the room yeah get on with your point and do you want a medal (laughs) yeah pretty much and uh okay so so you have this interaction right outside the building with uh, Thunder Rosa, and then I guess take us from there. What what happens next? So, so yeah, so we had that interaction, um, and like I was just speechless. I was actually I'm one of them people like I cry for everything. I cry if I'm happy, sad, nervous, angry, excited, whatever. Like I cry. So like I could feel like the tears coming. I was like, oh my God, don't cry, don't cry. Like, and so I couldn't speak and like she's speaking to me and I'm like, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my God, I must look like an absolute idiot right now. <laughs> um, So like they kind of cut the film in there and then we just had like a little chat and that. Um, and then they sat us down, and <laughs> we had tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. That was one of the things I didn't remember from before. Because I think the the whole video starts with just Thunder Rosa. And she's yeah. like, oh, AEW is so great. But don't mind me. I'm going to go get some tacos. And I'm like, they're really including all this in here? Why? <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then you meet her, and she goes, do you like tacos? And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and do you know what? I was so mortified because... The way I said I do, I was like, I do, because I was really like caught off guard. I'm like, do I really have to? Cause I do like tacos. All right. Sure. <laughs> I'm not one of these people who absolutely love tacos, like okay. Thunder Rosa, but I do like tacos. But I don't usually get them because like all the stuff that comes on them stresses me out. Like, oh. I'm, like if I have to go in somewhere and order one, I'm like, I don't really want that. <laughs> so when she was like, do you like tacos? I'm like, I do because I'm thinking I do but like do I have to eat this like on camera right now because I can't even think like like what I'm gonna say and stuff right now <laughs> now you want me to eat a taco I'm like that was all going through my head so I was like I do and when I watched it back I was like oh god how embarrassing like <laughs> <laughs> I mean with that said did you did you enjoy the tacos you were given that day honestly I didn't even eat them oh. I literally <laughs> I held it in my hand because every time I went to like 
take a bite she'd ask me a question and like by the time I answered then they like took the tacos off us and everything it was she was eating them they looked oh. great <laughs> and then we went for tacos later on for lunch and I had some then and they were fantastic okay so, so you did get great. to enjoy tacos at some point yeah I did <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stay well fed <laughs> but they uh. looked after what well, actually Warner Media looked after me so well that day like so a big shout out to them because they were wonderful they were so friendly and they made me feel so comfortable and everything so yeah okay <laughs> that's awesome it's i didn't think we were gonna have such a huge conversation about tacos there <laughs> but <laughs> um okay so so yeah you have this interaction and then i mean is it i mean probably not straight to the makeup at that point though it's like no you... so it was um so we had the little chat outside yeah and they filmed like our little chat where she was asking me about you know how long i've liked the aw all of that sure. stuff um, obviously it was a lot longer than what was shown. Sure. Um, guess... And then they actually, there was a really uh, cute part where they went behind us because they wanted to film from behind and they like, just talk amongst yourselves. And the two of us pulled our phones out and we were showing each other our dogs. That's and, like, awesome. Kind of, yeah. So, and then she was telling me about her son and everything. So that was like really nice. Um, then they took her off one way and they kept me outside um and then they took me around the back in through um where all the talent goes in where all the production stuff is all the um aw trucks and all of that and they walked me through and then thunder rosa was there to meet me and they took me like backstage but at that point there was nobody there because it was so early in the morning so i got to walk down you know where they film all the backstage stuff and you see like all the like boxes and the gear and stuff it was that so I got to walk down all of that, but obviously there's no one there. Yeah. And then they took me to um, like a rack of clothes of Thunder Rosa's clothes. And she was like, I want you, you're going to pick my entire outfit for the show tonight, blah, blah, blah. And um, so I got to pick her gear. Um, and then they took me to the glam squad. Okay. And then this so is- actually Lever was there because Lever is in charge of the glam squad. Okay. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, I didn't Leva, know that. Leva is As in Leva like Bates. very like she's a massive part of backstage. Like okay. she does a hell of a lot backstage, um, and she's in charge of the dance squad. So she's kind of the one who orchestrated the whole thing that day. Yeah. So okay, so I mean, at this point, then because you know this, the video shows you meeting. I think you met Ty Conti or Ty Mello now, Sammy Guevara. Yeah, that was later on. That was later on. Okay. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. So, um, I mean, okay, I'm assuming just about everything you experienced that day kind of blew your expectations away. Um, I mean, were you, did you did you think in your wildest dreams you were going to help Thunder Rosa pick out what she was going to be wearing that night? No. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I loved them all. So I was like, oh, God, which one do I pick? Um, no, I didn't know. I didn't expect that. And then the biggest thing was when we went into the makeup room and I met Janet and Janet was like doing her makeup and then she's like here and passes me the brush like take a go and I'm like what (laughs) like I died I was like I I cannot my hand was shaking and everything I'm like oh my god now I I do I want to backtrack just a slight bit. Um, so the the video I, I again I watched it again today, and where uh, 
you, you, you just seem so confident with, uh, I think you should go with your camo attire here. And I'm assuming that it wasn't quite the case. Like, was it tough making that decision on, like, what she should wear? Of what, okay, what was available? everyone was saying that. Everybody was like, you seem so confident. You seemed like, oh, yeah, I'm, I really wasn't. <laughs> like, deep down, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but um, honestly, all of her gear was so good. I was like, mm, which one do I pick? One of them was pink and blue. Pink and blue are my favorite colors. Uh, one of them was the yellow, like, um, one that she'd worn um on one of the shows and i'm like well that one's fantastic camo i do love camo okay yeah she had so much cool stuff i just i don't know at the end i was just like that one (laughs) i mean did she uh did she say anything about any of the gear pieces that helped inspire your decision or was it just completely on your own that let's go with the camo this time i literally just was like let's go with camo okay (laughs) so at this point then you probably have no idea like I mean, maybe sitting there to see her getting her makeup put on, but you probably, you definitely didn't have any idea that you'd actually help with applying that. No. Like, she asked me, she was like, why don't you pick the colors? I'm like, okay, well, it's green and orange in the costume, so I'll go with the green and orange. And, like, I was honestly, because I'm obsessed with makeup, I love makeup, and I was just, everything was just laid out. So I was getting distracted. Like, as I'm, like, looking around going, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I use that. Oh, my God, I use that. Oh, oh God, I've got that brand. And, like, I was just overwhelmed as it was. So when she handed me that brush, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, this is so fun to talk about. So there was one point <laughs> when I went to do her face. I was, like, lining her lips. And... As a, you, you wouldn't have any idea of this, but like when you do a makeup, like you have to touch people's faces. Like a makeup artist has to touch someone's face. Sure. And like when she handed me the thing to do her lips, I was like, "Can I touch your face?" And she's like, "Girl, how else are you gonna do it? Of course you can touch my face." <laughs> Don't want to be out of line by asking, but. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was it was so cool. It really like even now thinking back, I'm like, oh my god. So I'm assuming they kind of knew the design to put in because I mean, if you really and I haven't paid a whole lot of attention because I don't think about it, but Thunder Rosa's makeup and and paint and everything has been so detailed, and yeah. so I mean, I'm assuming they kind of had the designs in mind, but then it was more uh-huh. of asking you for the colors or how that that go about there. No, Janet was just like. You know what? Because I actually said that to her. I was like, "So do do you know like what?" She's like, "We just go with the flow. We just do whatever." Like, you know, if I feel like doing a line this way or this on this side or a, a flower on this side or dots, we just whatever a gear is, we match the color to it, and then we just kind of like go with the flow. So um, as I was like doing it, she'd be like, "Okay, now take this and do some dots there, and and maybe this is a bit of space here, so we can do like a line there and." That kind of thing. Right. So that's kind of... Um, it was still a collaborative. I've done the, the face paint myself a couple of times like yeah. since, and that's just kind of what I go with. I'm like, oh, there's a bit there. I'll just do it all. <laughs> I'll just do this. So, yeah. So it was just kind of a in the moment. And then you were the one to decide that if there was going to be a flower in her hair that night or not as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, flower or no flower? I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean... I don't know if you would have like any any favorite moments of that day because it sounds like the whole day was was incredible for you. But was that was that 
Was that the top of the list, the fact that you got yeah. out with Thunder Rosa's makeup and that? Yeah, that was the absolute highlight because I literally, because she then came out at the show that night, like I never in a million years thought she would walk out and I would have done her face. So yeah, that was the absolute highlight. So yeah, no kidding. Um, so, I mean, I did see you guys took some pictures together. Was that immediately afterwards or was that later on as well? So, so what happened then was, um, I did a makeup and then they're like, all right, we're going to, um, wrap for lunch. So I went off with the Warner media crew for lunch Okay. and when they brought me back afterwards, they, brought me in again the same way like through the back where all the talent goes in but at this point everybody had been called for the show so the place was just heaving with talent and I was just I walked in I said the first person I saw was Jericho I'm like oh my god (laughs) everyone's here so I walk in there's Jericho just stood there having a conversation and then as they brought me around the corner she was having a photo shoot done uh, by Speedy and she was in the gear. She had all like a face paint still on. And I was like, oh my God. Like, so I just picked her entire outfit. And so I'm just up there watching. And then um, she's like, come and get in. And she pulls me in and we start doing like this whole photo shoot. And then at one point on the video, they had to bleep me because I swore when she picked me up I was on her shoulders. You probably weren't expecting her to pick you up. I you? was not expecting that. <laughs> I was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to break her back. Like she's tiny she's so little and like i'm small but like she's even smaller than and i was like i'm gonna break her back and she just like so i was like <laughs> i mean mind you she's was, a professional wrestler but and uh, you're, yeah you're not big or anything right like, but. <laughs> but that picture is my favorite picture i absolutely okay. love that one it the came most out surprised so one. <laughs> but yeah so that's what they did then they did the um the photo shoot and then, like, obviously, with, like, filming and everything, it's not constant. You know, there's little breaks in between while they set up the next shot and all sure. of that. So then they took me down the corridor. And at this point, that's when everybody was stood down there. So, like, Ty Conti and Sammy, Jay Lethal. Um, God, I can't even remember. Oliva was down there at this okay. point. Um, God, I can't. Uh, we don't want to talk about him, but CM Punk was there, but he doesn't, he's he's never filmed like backstage. So I didn't actually meet him on camera, but then she took me back to meet him without the cameras. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it was like the place was just full of talent. So, um, that was when the bit you see me walking down, meeting everybody. She's just like, Oh, here's Jay. And then here's two of my best friends, Sammy and Ty. And I'm like, yeah. So that was a really cool point as well. Absolutely. So, I mean, anything, anything. Okay. And then they, they bring you the makeup box at one point. Um, yeah, when, when... that was, that, that was earlier on. So that was, okay. so then after meeting the talent, then they took me off to um, like the side so I could see like all in the arena and everything. Yeah. And at that point, Thunder Rosa come out with a box of um, makeup for me that janet had put together janet the makeup artist from the glam squad and she'd given me all like a box full of makeup and face paints like from the rosa face paints um and then in the box was two front row tickets for the show that night so that's when i was surprised with that 
And I was just like, oh my God, like as if this day could not get any better. And then now I'm sitting front row because like I've always wanted to sit front row. Did, did you um, Did you have Marcel sit in front row with you? Yeah. Okay. Did Did he yeah. have any idea that you were going to be getting front row seats that night? No. Oh. He knew. Well, he knew we were getting good seats. Okay. He They told him, well, we'll give you seats for the show, but he didn't know like what seats. So when we got them, I was like, all right, give him my other tickets. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just knew that, you know, he was, he was aware of different things, even at times more than you were. Um, yeah. Just, like, especially with the application. He wasn't told that. anything that was happening though. Okay. He so, was just told where to have me at what time. And he was told that I'd got it. I'd won the super fan before I knew. So like, he wasn't actually told anything. So after like it was all finished when i was telling him he's like oh my god that's so cool i mean was it was it just as difficult for him to keep the secret from you then that yeah like I, I, it's already hard enough that you can't go and tell anyone for what a couple months after this yeah and then i'm sure but i'm sure just having that secret from his own wife about the incredible <laughs> things she's about to experience well he said at one point because he said to me have you heard from um, the super fan thing and i was like no i said they probably didn't pick me it's fine i said you know it was cool that they just in you know initially messaged me or whatever i said that's cool enough and he said at that point he knew and he was just like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh man so okay so uh and then any anything else i'm missing before rampage that you want to share that happened that um <sighs> So let's see. Oh my God, it was like so long ago. Right. Um, yeah, so that was it for like my interaction with Thunder um, for that day, like for the filming and everything. Yeah. And then um, after that, they just filmed like my initial thoughts on the day and all of that stuff. And then one of the Warner Media crew took me to the hotel. And it was so hard because... Obviously, with it being in Orlando, all my friends were like, oh, what time are we meeting for pre-drinks before the show? And I'm like, um, I don't know what time I'm going yet. Uh, I, um, were you still and then at one point, them? the hotel they took me to, one of the girls who's now one of my best friends at the time, I didn't know her that well, but I knew her. She was in the lobby when I walked in with like this production crew member and oh, I'm like oh no. my god oh my god like, what do I say because like I knew I couldn't say a word to anybody and I'm just like oh um but then that was it so then I went to the hotel then Marcel came to pick me up um and we had a time to be back so that they could film more so at um seven o'clock we met them outside and at this point like everybody was queuing to get in and they like walked me up to the front of security and like walked me right past all these thousands of people and I was like everybody's looking I'm like oh, I feel like it's so bad. VIP treatment much <laughs> but like so we walked in so they wanted to film stuff while like there was nobody like there wasn't the mass crowds and that in there so they filmed me walking into the arena um oh yeah no they sent me home and they sent me back not home to the hotel they said to me so we were thinking it would be really cool if, if you recreated the look you did on Thunder Rosa today on oh, you. Oh, okay. Because I, I so did notice that's that. why they put the face paints in. And, like, I'd never done the Thunder Rosa look before. So I'm like, oh, oh my God. So I'm sat there 
on the sink in the bathroom like oh my god like she sent me the picture of what we'd done and she wanted me to do like the identical face and I'm just like I had literally an hour to do it I was like oh my god this is no so, pressure yeah, so <laughs> did that and then when we went back um they filmed me coming in and everything and then they had me they filmed me going down to the seats and like looking around and all of that and then the final like surprise was at the very end um when Thunder Rosa came out and she was in the ring talking and then when she got out the ring she come right over and like give me a hug and like that was really nice so yeah it was like yeah. a nice little that was kind of the end of it okay but that was like the whole day in a nutshell now okay and so you went to uh it was what it was um revolution was the pay-per-view correct Yes. Okay. And so, and you went to Revolution, which just a couple days later. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to remember because I want to say there's so many times I've seen you on TV. Um, I mean, you usually, you know, you work for Disney, so you have some sort of Mickey ears and everything as yeah. it is. Um, so, and then. Which yeah. I wasn't allowed to wear them for the filming because okay. Warner Media is universal. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's. A, but and then you always seem to have decent seats where you have a good spot where you could be seen on TV, and I remember I I think it had to have been. Were you, did you have the Thunder Rosa pick, uh, makeup on at the pay per view yeah. as well? Okay. Yeah, I did a different one. I did like a a blue colored one. Okay, I think that's maybe what what I saw. I remember because I, I don't get to watch Rampage as much as I'd like to. Um, yeah. But it was I think it was at that pay per view. And I'm assuming you, this time you had a little more than an hour to do it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> but and so I, I want to say I was just like, oh, that's Amy and, and Thunder Rosa make, and I didn't think anything of it. I know you're a fan. I've I've seen the pictures where you've tried to do your makeup similar to yeah. other wrestlers and everything as it was. Um, but yeah, I I just I didn't know anything anything differently. I was just like, oh, Amy's at another show. Good for her. I'm happy for. Her. And uh, that was so funny because. Um... We actually didn't have tickets to Revolution because I've actually started waiting like to the last minute to get them oh, now because okay. I can't be bothered with the hassle of Ticketmaster and the pre-sales oh, yeah. and all of that and how stressful it is and then you don't even get the seats that you want. And so I just like to be on the floor because of the atmosphere, but I have to be careful where I am on the floor because I am only like five foot two, so I can't <laughs> see if I'm like way back. So it has to be certain areas of the floor. Um, but... I we didn't have the tickets for it and then actually Jesse Davin gifted us some tickets because she had extra ones. Um she gave us them and we actually had really they were like media seats, so they were kind of like right opposite um the ramp yeah. on like the lower bowl. And Marcel's like, these are great seats. And I'm like, yep, I'm still gonna go on the floor and I'm stuck in StubHub. <laughs> and so after the pay-per-view had started about 10 past eight, I ended up this one seat popped up for about a hundred dollars. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> Marcel's like, okay, you have fun. And I just went and left him and I went and oh, sat man. on the floor on my own. <laughs> it's like camera side. I'm like, <laughs> but okay so we, we're kind of running low on time but i'm assuming then let's just more of a reflection point at this point um yeah i mean you couldn't say a word to anyone up until the no. video aired correct no and i think it aired in was it july july 7th oh, or something so like that so i wasn't allowed to say March. a word from like from day one, from yeah. December when they first contacted me. Then when it happened in March, I could not say a word until it dropped in like July. 
So I'm assuming uh, with how involved Marcel was, he was able to know a lot of it, but that would be about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I told my mom and okay. my dad and my brother because they're not going to tell anyone, sure. you know. But like, I couldn't tell a soul. And then, oh man, I'm sure your your social media blew up though when that video was posted. And the worst thing was, it dropped at twelve o'clock, and I was at work. Oh no! So I couldn't even watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so my Facebook blew up. And like Instagram and everyone's like, oh my God, the video is so great. And I couldn't even watch it. Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. It's not like I sit in, I don't sit in an office for work. Like I'm a server and yeah. well, I'm a bartender now, but like back then I was a server. So I couldn't even like go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I had to wait till that night to watch it. So oh man. It was and, worth the wait though. I, mean, I was really pleased with how I, it I, came I, out. That's what I wanted to ask you next is if, Overall, because you have so many really hours worth of footage that you condensed down to like a five or six minute video, but you, yeah. were, you were pleased with how it turned out then. It was, yeah, it was great. Like what they captured in that five minutes just was, yeah, the whole day was fantastic, but that was just highlights and the best part. And, so, and no, I was really happy with how it came out. Yeah. And I will be honest with you, to me, it, it all seemed genuine. Um, I, yeah. I don't. I didn't watch that video, and I not once was I saying, "Ooh, Amy's faking this reaction here." Like, yeah, it seemed so genuine. The surprise, the look on your face, the excitement—it was put together so well. Not to say that you didn't have any of that, because I know you had it the whole time. But it was just, yeah. it, it, as a friend of yours, especially, it was just so great for me to watch. And well, I, that's the thing. Like anybody who knows me knows what I'm like, and knows I am very genuine. Yeah. Um. And so it was the most genuine reactions and everything that whole day. But it was funny reading the comments on the videos because people were like, oh, she's on the payroll for AEW. Oh, she's an actress. Oh, she's like, well, yeah. And right. I mean, to their, to their defense as well, like, you know, even I know WWE in particular seemed like, you know, they, they constantly have fan plants to like do different yeah, things. They and, do. Um, so, and I know these are two different companies, but... Like, I can understand why people think, oh, no, this is staged, but, like, do you know Amy? Like, yeah, nope, this is genuine. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, I think you're always welcome back on this podcast. I had a lot yeah. of fun with this with this interview, and I'm like, oh, we're we're running low on time, and I want to keep I chatting. Know. So It flew by. <laughs> yeah, so just know you are always welcome to come back. Oh, thank and, you. And uh, we'll love to have you back again, and I'll I'll be seeing you in two months. Like in yeah, oh my god, I can't wait. So I keep forgetting about it because this year has flown by so fast and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, it's like Christmas and then New Year and then it's the cruise. So <laughs> Well, and it's those little things too. I remember seeing you in person and you're like, John, I'm a hugger, but I I wanna give you a hug, but I can't because COVID's still a thing and so so I'm gonna give you a hug when I see you. And uh, but I'm just I'm excited. They'll have the biggest hug on the Jericho cruise. All right. <laughs> so uh, th thanks again for coming on today. Um, Thank you for having me. Absolutely, you're always welcome back. And I'm sure we there's plenty of wrestling talk we can still do. To I would love to come back. So you just let me know when. Uh, absolutely, we will. This was many months in the making, but you it know, really was. <laughs> anytime. We got there in the end, though. Yes, yes, we did, and it was. <laughs> Fun interview for me. I also want to give a shout out at this time, as I like to do, to my Facebook producer Ryan Johnson, here with us, and hopefully he enjoyed the story. And uh, NRG Media Digital Director Kenny Larrabee for the continuous help he gives me each and every week. 
And then, of course, a special thank you to my guest today, Amy Markeski. Did I get it right again that time? You did. All you right. Did. <laughs> so, uh, of course, this is Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. My name is Johnny Cadillac, the host. And until next time, we will see you then. Have a good day.